Hey listeners, Brooke here. Just wanted to let you know that at the end of our first segment in this episode, we do talk a little bit about weight gain, weight loss, diet culture, and all of that type of thing. If that is triggering for you, feel free to skip the end of that section and jump ahead to our main topic. Welcome to Good Enough-ish. I'm Brooke Forey. And I'm Amanda Jefferson. We are two organization-loving friends sharing tips, strategies, real-life experiences, and fails of trying to be good enough-ish at everything we juggle in life. I own Indigo Organizing. I help busy people simplify their lives at home and at work. I co-own Curious & Company Creative, a branding design firm, and I created the Balance Bound Planner that helps you get organized and prioritize self-care. You can find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish, and you can find the show notes over at goodenoughish.com. If you have questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes, email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498. So let's start the show. Let's do it. Brooke. Amanda. Happy belated birthday. Oh, thank you. You know, I love my birthday. I missed it, Brooke. It's okay. I forgive you. Our plans were kind of thwarted by the um, rain that day. Yes. Um, So we ended up just gathering indoors at a friend's house and it was fun, but you can make it up to me. Yes, I am. I actually, what are we going to do? Because originally we had talked about um, going to see Barbie, but I did actually just go see Barbie with the family. So I feel like I've I've checked. (laughs) I had promised Isabel, you know, all that. Fine. I know I'm good. I'm and I'm going to go see it with my mom. So don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. So we need a brainstorm. We don't have to do it right now, but you know, we're going to be talking later about celebrating ourselves. And Mm -hmm. so I am all ears about what we can do to celebrate you belatedly. I mean, I have been wanting to do karaoke (laughs) oh and this ties into barbie because in barbie she sings closer to fine by indigo girls in the car everybody's seen that scene by now it's not a spoiler um but you and i sang that at your 40th birthday celebration absolutely did and i mean sang i use the term loosely i mean that song really can be yelled it was yelled it can be yelled yes So I feel like we need... There was um, a lot of pointing of fingers. So much pointing. What were we pointing at? Each other? I don't know. We were trying to like embrace the high notes. We were like really just like, yeah, a lot of pointing. Are you, you're, you're threatening me that you are going to unearth this video. Oh, it's, I know it's on my phone. (laughs) I'm going to search back. When did you turn 40? March 2019? No, when did I turn 40? March 2017. Okay. Oh, so it's Brigantine, New Jersey. Deep in the bowels of my phone, which we know. Is it on your actual phone? Probably. Because I pay all the extra money for the extra storage (laughs) because I'm I panic about losing things. It's backed up somewhere if it's not on my I may have actually removed it from my phone just to make sure it didn't get in the wrong hands. But what I want to do is rent one of those um like private karaoke rooms yes in philly mm-hmm. and i mean even if it's just you and me we're just gonna belt our little hearts out 
Can I say something really obnoxious, which is that I did karaoke in Thailand on a floating in a floating restaurant once. Of course you did. Of course I did. This was when I was working at Wharton and like a big thing was like schmoozing with the clients. And so my client was this Thai university. And so they took me out to this karaoke restaurant. I'm never going to forget it. It was like this floating restaurant where you had to go from private room to private room, like on a dock. Mm-hmm. And Thai people love karaoke. They really love it. And they take it very seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, we also, as one should. As one should. We also ate a lot of like chocolate covered insects that day. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's a cultural, I, I, you know, it's not, it's not my thing. I mean, they were kind of delicious. I yeah. love a good sweet, salty mix. Okay. Um, right. Well, I'm not so going to try chocolate covered gonna... um, insects, but yakitori We don't have boy. to go to a floating no. island. But yakitori boy is the place in Philly that like you can oh. get a private room. Okay. So you can like just do karaoke with your friends rather than okay. like in front of a bar full of strangers. So um, yeah, Great. I just, I feel like it should be a thing. Maybe when we finally do our good enoughish retreat Ooh. that you and I are going to do some pl- planning for the future of the podcast and we're so excited maybe this can be our like creative release after all of the brain but are you picturing just you and me in this room together or are <laughs> there mean, more people involved because i love you i mean and I ideally that- <laughs> we can bring some friends if our friends desert us and say no way am i doing this then it can just be you and me but yes we can invite I do friends think, i do think you know an hour together in a room belting out songs just the two of us it could get weird you know it could but- get weird <laughs> rude but don't you think that would be like therapeutic yeah okay that was a covid thing too remember like giving especially women like opportunity to like scream into the void yeah it's like this room what could be i mean that's how i feel like when i get in my car and i need to like belt out a song yes i remember in like college my friend ainsley we used to make each other mixes i mean i'm sure it was on a tape at that point and she made me a mix that was called like the depressing mix. But it was mm. all like those ballads that if I had a bad day, yes. I would just belt it out and like let myself cry and feel better afterwards. I love that so name sometimes. Ainsley. I know. Isn't that a great name? I lived on Ainsley Street when I Did first you? moved to Philadelphia. We lived in East Falls for six months in a little furnished apartment while we were waiting to decide where we actually wanted to live when we moved back from Chile. And I lived on Ainsley Street. Aww. I like that name. Yeah. She was my friend from my old dancing days, like my dance class. Um, but yeah, I always like remember that she made that for me because it was like sometimes you just truly need to Build yes. out a sad song and feel better. So yeah, Fernando anyway. and I, as you know, I was in Virginia for the weekend for this amazing speaking gig, and I brought my family. And Saturday night, we just had had so much fun. We were we had gone out to dinner at this really great place, and then we had about an hour drive back to our hotel, and. I played secret DJ for Fernando. Like he didn't know what next song was coming, Ooh. and I brought it Brooke he did not we have very different music tastes so he didn't know yeah he was just expecting just like an hour of Ray LaMontagne like I'm gonna fall asleep at the wheel (sighs) or booty bounce (laughs) or booty which did actually get incorporated at the end but um I brought it Brooke and what I brought was a lot of nostalgia 
Okay. I brought a lot of the songs that we listened to in 1998 mm-hmm. and the following years, and they were all like Latino, lots of Shakira. There was some Rosanna, some Mana. I mean, it was he was shocked at my at my abilities. And then okay. Isabel came in at the end and brought some booty bounce. I mean, as one does. You have to wrap as it up does. with the booty bounce. Yeah, but we were screaming, like belting it out on these country roads in the middle of Virginia, like these like <laughs> surprised the they get pulled over. It's the best. Music is therapy. We should all mm-hmm. know that by now. Mm-hmm. Um I want to go back to my birthday a little bit, as one does. <laughs> Let's go back to your Let's birthday. Let's go back. Let's I talk shared, about you. Let's talk about me <laughs> and the best day of the year, which is August 12th. Uh-huh. Um, no, I'm not that full of myself, but I love birthdays. <laughs> I think I love other I love people's it. birthdays and I love mine. And I, love I think it's okay to celebrate myself. And this yes. year I celebrated myself by over the last like month or so acquiring some beautiful handmade things from Philadelphia area makers that mm-hmm. I had had my eye on. And let me tell you, they put a little extra pep in my birthday step. Mm. Um, <laughs> Saffron Creations. I is, have some of their stuff. They're amazing. Oh, my gosh. So I believe the woman who owns it, her name is Devin. I've never mm-hmm. met her in person, but I've followed her creations for years now. She makes these beautiful earrings from vintage tins. Yes. So she finds these beautiful pattern tins, um, which, side note, like those old – Cookie tins, candy tins remind me of my Nana because she always had like – she always gave us goodies to bring home in tins. Correct. And with the little – she would put the little wax paper liner and and pixels and things like that. So I just – I love tins. I love pattern. I love color. So she makes these beautiful earrings. And so I snagged myself a pair um, a few weeks ago and I love them and I'm obsessed with them. And they have like pinks and yellows and greens and they just go with all of my clothes and I love them. Um, a couple days before my birthday, another Philadelphia area maker named Made by Hank, owned mm-hmm. by a woman named Katie Henry, who I have also followed for years. And she actually sent me the sweetest note. She's like, it's so nice to see your name pop up. I'm like, you know who I am? Aww. I guess I followed her since like her blogging and Etsy days, you know, in the early 2000s. And I had bought one of her bags way back when. And I've always like commented on her Instagram post, but I bought this beautiful purse that is like this this color patchwork um it's very versatile again goes with everything i own versatile Versatile. you posted a picture of it in the facebook group didn't you i yeah i shared it on our instagram so you can go and you can if you go to the second slide you can see that it's like different colors on the two different sides totally versatile and and then to top things off i bought myself some bright yellow nail polish because Amanda, since I have been crowned a moonlit winter, just as you are from our Mm -hmm. friend Jeannie at Color Guru, Mm -hmm. I've learned that I can wear yellow, which I didn't really ever know, and I never really have worn much yellow. So I went for it. I went for the bright yellow nails, which you commented on before you even knew that this was one of my things. And um, just, you know, I'm just leaning into my love of color and like I'm loving those earrings. How amazing are those? They're so beautiful. Did and you the get fun... them online? You got them yeah. online. Yeah. yeah, on her shop. Um, I believe it's saffron-creations.com. We'll link in the show notes. But because she, you know, acquires these different tins, she creates these different collections that like she might never find that tin again. They're one of a kind. They're truly one of a kind. And um, the ones I got are like fairly big. Um, so they just look really cute with like a solid colored dress, whatevs. 
Anyway. I might have to get those exact earrings. Would you be – I mean, they wouldn't be the exact earrings. They would obviously be different. I mean, if they're still available. But would you be upset about it? No. I, Amanda, I love to match. Let's let's match our earrings and go sing karaoke. Is this your worst nightmare? <laughs> no. This plan I'm coming up with? No, it isn't. I okay. used to buy um, – so when I – did you know that they were at um, – when we used to go to Wellstruck in person at Vault and Vine, there was Saffron was there at Vault yes, and Vine. Yes, her so items I used are sold there. Yes, I used to actually budget in like earring shopping time to oh, my okay. time there because I loved the stuff that they had there. Yes, beautiful. Yes. Beautiful. Okay, Brooke, what else is going on with you? <sighs> this one's a little, a little vulnerable, Amanda. <laughs> Okay, but I'm ready. I know I've talked about here that like I've broken up with my scale, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, we've been pretty honest about the struggle with just trying to feel healthy and not focusing on the scale and but also not feeling great in our clothes sometimes lately. And yeah, um, I finally I just I'm not feeling real great lately. And um, and this year has just been a, the last year was a challenging year. And I could tell that I put on some weight, but who knows how much because I didn't own a scale. I didn't own a functional scale anymore. So, yeah. Um, with my birthday and with just kind of you know reflecting on my health and and all of those things, I was like, you know, I'm gonna get back to just prioritizing my health a little bit more. Yeah. I haven't been going to see fit as much as I would like. I haven't been going on my walks, and I'm just I'm feeling sluggish again. And uh, so. I got a battery for the scale. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we've talked about good enough issue university. And I'd like to think that, like, we're in our freshman year. And so that reflects mm. the freshman 15 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that I have perhaps put on. Not perhaps, but I've definitely put on in the last two years. So I'm I'm just in this place. I'm also home by myself. Uh, currently, Nick took the kids to his Stop parents for a couple of days. I, I'm not. I'm going to I'm going to see them tomorrow. I've never been home by myself basically like in my entire life. Ever. Come on over. It's quiet here. I won't talk to you. That's a lie. I'll talk your ear off. But like it's it's a delight. You know I'm an introvert and I need my quiet. Um, but it's just given me the time to go on my morning walks. And I did a workout last night at 8 p.m. Like I did a weights workout on the CFIT streaming and I just felt really good. So I'm at this weird place of like I needed to know my weight because I needed some sort of baseline. Right. But I'm also trying not to focus on the number so much, but also find that balance of awareness and not caring. It's annoying that I don't think many of us are immune to it. And if you are, tell us your secret. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to be forgiving of myself because the last year was really hard in a lot of ways. Like there were just times where... The way I took care of myself was seeing friends and talking to you and being creative, but maybe it wasn't as much for – so that was more for my mental health versus my right. physical health. And, right. But also as we're getting older, I want to be around forever for my kids. I really liked what you said about – like I think for me like the key word what you said is sluggish. That is what I feel so much when I feel like I don't take care of myself. Like I like at one point somebody said in my career, like take care of the asset, like you are the asset kind of thing. And I yeah. feel like, you know, it's been a really busy couple of months and um, I had joined this program, which I'm loving called Fit Feels Good with um, Una Duncan. And she's 
you were you were there when I was doing here when I was doing the first couple of days of sort of like a little cleanse and eating nothing but vegetables. But since then, it's become much more just like normal and balanced. And I'm really excited to get back to that because it's very reasonable. It's very easy to do. It's not a diet. And also like she has us take measurements in the beginning And yes, we take our weight, but we also take like our bicep and our waist and our thigh. And some people after this first sort of 30-day transformation had lost like two pounds, like practically nothing, but like inches off of their waist. And you could see in their before and after pictures. So I think when you don't focus on the weight, but focus on how you feel and how your body is changing and all of that, like that can be very motivating. Yeah. It's, it's finding that balance between motivation and obsession for me and like health versus unhealthy. Like I, I've traditionally always like limited calories and done cardio. And so I would lose weight and then I would slowly gain it right back. Like case in point, the last two years have definitely gained 15 pounds, which is okay. But also, you know, it's just, um, it's, it's tricky, but I, because I can't afford to buy a whole new wardrobe. Well, that's one of the things I love my clothes. I love my clothes. And there's certain dresses that I couldn't wear this summer because they don't fit. And I'm like, you know, there's that, there's that fine line between being accepting of my changing body and also just really liking my clothes and wanting to wear them again. Yeah. Um, I've been following along with this program called Petite Power because it is specifically geared towards women who are under 5'4". And Mm -hmm. I am 5'3". And a month of focusing on building my strength can make a huge difference in how I feel and how I look. So, um, I don't know. It's all just to say, like, we're still, we're still on the struggle bus, you yeah. know, just, yeah. just being here, coming clean with all the listeners that back on the taking care of myself train a little, a little more on the physical side, not just the mental wellness side. Yeah, for sure. I feel this is also related to eating, but I I feel compelled to talk about the case in Australia of the woman with the mushrooms and her family. Have you heard about this? I I don't know this. So tell me. Okay, Brooke. So um, this woman in Australia invited her in-laws over for dinner. Um, I think she has an ex-husband. She invited her in-laws over for dinner. And I think the sister of her in-laws, it was two couples, two older couples. Four days later, three of them were dead, and one of them is now in critical condition. That is an unfortunate dinner party. Well, they think that it was – so it's reminding me of Bad Sisters, the show that we love. Amazing show. Because um, they think that it was all related to death cap mushrooms. Like, they believe that this woman actually poisoned – all of these people on purpose. Oh, on purpose. I was going to say, was it an accident? On purpose because she did not get ill Mm. and her kids didn't eat the food. And four years ago, her husband said that he thought that she was trying to poison him. (laughs) And she had bought like, she had like gotten rid of, I guess she used some sort of thing to dehydrate the mushrooms. She had conveniently gotten rid of it the day before everybody died or something. And she was like, oh, that was just a little coincidence. Mm, As the kids would say, that's a little sus. 
very sus. And her parents also died mysteriously in 2019. So I'm spending, I'm, so Brooke, I'm on the one hand, I'm talking to you about how stressed I am and how much work I have to do. On the other hand, I'm spending a lot of time researching and this case. You got to research. You got to know what happened. That's like, uh, yeah, I mean, again, uh, off topic and we're running long here, but yesterday I binge listened to a podcast called Scamanda (laughs) because it's about this woman named Amanda, not you, who ran this huge scam pretending that she had cancer. I thought of skee-ball. Scamanda, skee-ball. No. Yeah. Cute. Okay. Scamanda. No, this is Scamanda, like scam. Anyway, but yeah, like I listened to it while I was getting work done, doing stuff around the house, but I was like, man, I need to research this further. Do I? Do I have the time? No, but yeah, so we need to learn more about the magic mushroom lady. Not that you need any intel on how to do this. Let's be clear. I'm I'm way ahead of you. So just get caught up. Get caught up. Yeah. Okay. Longest update section ever. Let's take a little break. Let's do it. We'll be back. You're listening to the Good Enough-ish podcast with Amanda Jefferson and Brooke Forey. Visit goodenoughish.com for show notes with information from each episode, as well as links to all the places where you can find us on the internet. Now back to the show. We are back. We're back. We are back and we continue to talk about Mushroom Lady on the break. On the break. Yeah. And so just to clarify, because Brooke had some follow-up questions, this just happened. These four, three people just died and the fourth person is in critical condition. Right. But in 2019, her parents. In 2019, her parents mysteriously died and she received a large life insurance payout. Yeah. She killed those people. Yeah. I mean, innocent until proven guilty, et cetera, et cetera. She killed those people. She killed those people. (laughs) It's not funny, but it's like, come on now. Did you really think you were going to get away with that? Anywho. Okay. So shifting gears a little bit. Amanda, we've we've talked plenty about my birthday. Happy though, Magic Mushroom Lady. Not enough. (laughs) No, it's really like, I don't, I'm not this full of myself, but the whole, I, you know, I, I think one reason I love birthdays is that it's like a time to reflect and it's a time to, um, start fresh. That's not January 1st. If you, if you need a time to start fresh, you know, obviously this can happen any day ever, but this birthday in particular made me a little reflective and, I was telling you the other day when we were discussing, you know, podcast topics, mm-hmm. I said, I found myself the day after my birthday, like, um, you know, just writing a little Facebook post to thank people for all the birthday wishes and just started reflecting on the year and the people in my life. And I found myself like sobbing. Oh, Happy tears, though, because I just... I don't know. I just, I feel like our 40s are like a pretty great time. I as love the as, 40s. I know. And I feel like I'm really just leaning into who I am. 
Mm-hmm. And I feel like people see me and mm-hmm. that's a really good feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, I got a little emotional about it Aww. in a good way. And, but then I posted this post and then I second guessed myself. Can you read the post for us, Brooke? Do you want me to read it? I do. Oh, gosh, is Are you going to get a little Brooke choked episode? up? No, I won't Shut get up. choked up because okay. it sounds self-centered, but then I'll go into like all right. the whole, yeah, the whole thought process. So I said, thank you for all the birthday wishes yesterday. 42 taught me a lot. Magnified the deep love I am so fortunate to share with cherished old and new friends alike. Brought me even more appreciation for family and community mm-hmm. and further empowered me to unapologetically lean into who I am. A quirky, silly, deeply feeling, color loving, Taylor Swift lyric analyzing, useless pop culture fact knowing, <laughs> passionate car singing, embarrassing baseball momming, stubbornly optimistic human. Thank mm-hmm. you for seeing me and showering me with love. Bring on 43. And so even after I posted this, someone commented like, well, you know, you're such a wordsmith, like, um, what a great way to describe yourself. I'm paraphrasing, but I was like, I second guessed myself thinking, oh, was this full of myself? Is this a strange thing? No. I know. And like, not even remotely. Right. And then I'm like, no, this was me seeing myself and saying like, thank you for seeing me too. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I second guessed myself because as women in particular, we've been conditioned to be more humble and um, never be arrogant and never be overly self-confident. And it made me think about the scene in the Barbie movie still talking Mm -hmm. about Barbie. I mean, the Barbies, again, if you haven't seen it yet, sorry, this might be a little bit of a spoiler, but it's not really. But there's this scene where the Barbies are getting different awards for all the things they've done. And they simply accept the award and say, I worked very hard, so I deserve this. Yeah. Without hesitation or apology. And Mm -hmm. I think that is such a huge lesson and moment to celebrate ourselves and let ourselves be celebrated without apology. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. What I love and what I keep thinking about when you talk about this is like you're celebrating because your value, one of your biggest values is community. Yeah. And it's so interesting because I really, I keep, we need to just have our values like on a post-it note because I always forget what your other values are because community just stuck out as such a big one. Yeah. And so I think it's just so cool. Like your community rallied around you and totally celebrated you. And that's amazing because that's a community that you have thoughtfully and carefully cultivated because it's so important to you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And And I I love that. Like, I think for a lot of people, you're kind of the glue in certain situations, like even with, with our media moms, you know, you're you're the glue that brings us together. And I think like that's an enormous contribution to the community. And I think people really wanted to thank you for that. I worked hard for that. So <laughs> I deserve it. No. <laughs> no, but thank you. And and I just it just made me think like, are we all celebrating ourselves? I hate that it took me until the age of 43 to feel like I could celebrate myself in this way outwardly like saying who I am and thanking people for celebrating me. And yet I still second guessed myself and thought that it was perhaps a little too Mm self-centered after the fact. And so, 
you know, I think we were conditioned in a lot of ways. And I love to see the change in younger women and younger generations that they are more likely to celebrate themselves, hopefully. Mm -hmm. And it's just something that I feel like a lot of our listeners are, you know, of our generation are, 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 you know, millennial and, and Gen X. And I'm curious when the last time was that we all celebrated, that you celebrated yourself and you mm-hmm. let yourself be celebrated um, in yeah, a it's way. interesting because I, um, I often don't celebrate myself. And I, I was thinking about that Ariana Grande song, like, thank you next. Like, I feel like that's a lot of times how, and I, I'm obsessed with Pete Davidson, as you know, and I think that song was sort of about Pete Davidson. It's all the SNL tie-in. It comes back to SNL. Um, Does she say the word Pete? Does she say Pete in that song? I think she does. Oh, I don't know. I don't really know her music. I know that song. Okay. Yeah. Anywho, Anywho. I feel like sometimes that's the way that I am with any accomplishment that I have where it's just like, okay, great. Yeah. Okay. Next. Like what is on to the next thing? And, um, but this weekend I really did give myself a chance to celebrate. You know, I had a talk in Virginia that was, you know, a 50 minute long keynote that was basically an extension of my TEDx. Let me just... Have you repeat that? 50? Like five zero. Five zero. That's a that's incredible. Yeah, I don't think I, was, I knew that your talk was that long. Yeah, I was the closing lunch keynote of a conference of the Meeting Planners International of Virginia at the Wintergreen Resort. And you know, whenever you deliver a keynote, you always want it to go really well and you want your energy to come across and you want, you know, and there's, that's a lot to stand up in front of an audience for 50 minutes and worry about going blank or forgetting what you're going to say, or people are just looking at you with blank faces, Mm -hmm. but it was amazing. And I was being funny, Brooke. You know, of I course love you were. You're such a comedian. There were like jokes about my cat being in a rowboat. And I mean, you have to, you know, you got to know the context of that. I was just going to say, I have no context for this, but I'm sure it was wonderful. I mean, it was really fun. And um, people and I and I texted you and I celebrated myself and I texted several other people to tell you that they gave me a standing ovation. That is amazing. And of course they did. Several people came up to me crying afterwards and not crying like, oh, that was like so great. I'm all teared up. They were like, because the talk is all about ditching the shoulds and being unapologetically yourself. And one woman walked up to me and like grabbed me and was like, I know exactly what should I need to ditch. And I'm not going to tell you what it is, but I'm needed to hear that. And I'm going to go do that now. And I don't know if that was a husband. I don't know if that was a job. I don't know what it was, but I, it just felt really good that I had, um, that I had reached those people. So I let myself celebrate that. You know, I came back and talked to Fernando and Isabel was like, oh my God, it was amazing. Yeah. It felt really good. Yeah. And you let yourself enjoy like a lovely celebratory lunch that you sent me a picture of. Yes. (laughs) Oh my God. I know. It's like cheese and olives or something. Mm, but um, yeah, we had this amazing view of these just like rolling mountains. It was amazing. But um, I don't post enough on social media. Like I should have been all over social media talking about that. Well, and yeah. I don't post enough on social media because I do feel like it's bragging or whatever. But 
I see, you know, I want to do more speaking. And in order to do more speaking, I need to show people that I speak and that I'm successful at it and that I'm good at it. And so I need to show that. I need to celebrate that so that others can see, oh, wow, I didn't know Amanda did that. She would be great for me to hire type of thing. Yeah, I think, you know, this idea of uh, social media is hard because the whole self-aggrandizing element of it, it's like you do wonder what is the true story? Like, is this real? And so when you have something that you want to share on social media, I don't know. I think that was something in like what I was writing, you know, there were things about my year that were hard. And so I didn't want to gloss over them. But I wanted to say like, thank you for seeing me through this year and through this special birthday. Um, so there's there's a way to be authentic and cheer yourself on. But then there's also the side of social media that is a lot of focusing only on the good thing and and hiding the not so good things. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I see where it's like you are not necessarily a social media person, but maybe that is a place where you could celebrate these very real accomplishments more. Yeah. And I think I need, you know, we talk about Julie Morgenstern's mid, min, mod, max approach. Mm -hmm. Um, And I need to embrace that more. There's actually a speaker that lives close to us that I think her and I are speaking at the same conference together in a couple of months. And she's in this Just Just Extra speaker group with me. Mm -hmm. Her name's Jacqueline Gallo. She lives here in our area. And I was um, looking on her Instagram and it was adorable. Like she has this little speaker highlights section for her stories. And every time she's going to, it's like her at an airport with a cup of coffee, like, oh my God, I can't wait to go talk to blah, blah, blah. I'm going to be talking now, blah, blah, blah. And it's so exciting. And it does, it's not this whole thing. It's just her. And so her whole highlights, you know, there was like 30 of them. And so if I were somebody that was going to hire a speaker, I would look at that and be like, wow, she's done a lot of speaking. And there she is at the airport. And there she is about to walk on the stage. And there she is. Da, da, da. So she's showing me that she's speaking, but she's doing it in a very low-key, easy way, you know? And I think that's what I need to embrace more. Yeah, I know. And I think, you know, there's the idea of celebrating ourselves, like, with retail therapy, which I did a little bit of for my birthday. Um, But I think just the idea of appreciating yourself and all of your quirks. I don't know. I feel like when I was younger – all I wanted to do was fit in with everybody else. And I think with age, we have all seen that like, whatever, I'm just going to be me and do what I want. And I just wish it didn't take so long. So I want to tell you again, Brooke, that I am wearing my yellow Birkenstocks again today. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They match my nails. They match your nails. We are both Moonlight Winters. This is an excellent color for us. We can wear yellow. These Birkenstocks are becoming like my superpower because I mean, they are bold. They are, you know, they are, I don't know. They're kind of like becoming my little quirky, like yesterday I wore something that happened, something happened in Vermont because I have a hippie, I have a hippie gene. Yes. That has, that has. You're pointing to your head I'm pointing to my head. Um, It's not a hippie gene. It's like a hippie. There's a section of my brain that is a hippie and it's been dormant. But it was activated 
in Vermont. Something mm-hmm. happened. It was activated. I, I actually remember the moment I went to like a farmer's market mm. and the fashion, the Vermont fashion was outstanding because it was just like arm tattoos. And I mean, I don't know. These people are just, they're just, they're embracing their hippiness. And so it was activated. And so I, I don't know, these yellow Birkenstocks, because they're not leather Birkenstocks, okay? Mm-hmm. They're not your traditional hippie Birkenstocks. These are yellow mm-hmm. and they're plastic. So it's like the modern hippie. It's like the merging of yes, the different sides of you. It's the hippie side and the colorful, minimalist. Um, yes like comfortable yes, I like, don't know that's yeah what I was it's gonna like say. so yesterday I wore this outfit it was like this flowy denim skirt like midi length like a weird top my yellow Birkenstocks like wooden earrings and my hair in a ridiculous bun and I was like yes like it looked kind of crazy and i was like yes i love this Mm -hmm. so i'm kind of i don't know i'm liking that the hippie it's been released okay i love it but it's like the the hippie it's like the version of a hippie that feels most most authentic to you right now correct like okay i've talked about office space a billion times before you've seen this movie right office space yeah but i don't think we've ever talked about it on the podcast we haven't but yes same as barbie all life lessons can be brought back to office space hawaiian shirt day go ahead and wear your hawaiian shirt exactly so basically for those of you that haven't heard of it it's a cult favorite um, where basically that's this guy that lives this very like nine to five, terrible job, terrible boss, like, like sterile office building. And he goes with his terrible girlfriend to get hypnotized to stop, to quit smoking. And the hypnot, uh, hip, hip, who's, what are hypnotist? hypnotist thank yes. you there you go you know brings him to this really like calm relaxed state and then the hypnotist dies so he continues his life in this like i don't give any f's state mm-hmm. and that's a little bit like where i'm going right now yeah i'm kind of going in that like not giving the f's state and i'm liking it you're the ron livingston of Good enough. I fish. knew you would know the name of, of you, course. I knew I you would know the name of that. I love actor. Ron Livingston. He also played Burger on Sex and the City. He was yes, a delight. Exactly. And Jennifer he, Aniston is in this movie. She's yes. wearing lots of flair. Remember, she flair. works at like a TGI Fridays type of place. Oh gosh, and she has so it, we, that's Nick and I constantly reference the like if one of us jumps to a conclusion, we're like, it's a mat where you jump to conclusions because <laughs> the guy who creates the game and with the mat. Yeah. So, it's so oh gosh, good. maybe I need to watch that tonight. It's been a while, but it's um, so good. yeah, Ron Livingston, he's a delight. Except his character in Sex and the City was, you know, he, he broke up with Carrie on a, po- on on a, a post-it, post-it note. That's a whole mm-hmm. other thing. But yeah. yeah, this idea of just like, I'm just going to do what I want to do. And I know it's not what other people are going to do. And that's okay. And so actually, embracing that. oddly enough, I didn't know that we were going to get to Sex and the City that way. 
through let's, Ron Livingston, let's, but I let's actually had start. it on my notes that I wanted to talk about just celebrations in general and how, you know, I really want like about the importance of having celebrations for things beyond, you know, a lot of times so you'd have the wedding and the baby shower, but I, that was one, I think we've even talked about this before. That was my absolute favorite sex in the city episode of all time. So have we talked about this before where she we registered, we probably have. That's okay. I'm like an old grandma. I don't remember. But anyway, that episode where, you know, she spent God knows how much money on her friend's wedding, wedding and baby showers for her multiple kids. And then she goes over to the baby shower and the her friend tells her it's a shoes off event. Everybody Mm -hmm. has to take their shoes off. So she has to take her Manolo Blahniks off and Mm -hmm. leave them at the front door, which is part of her outfit. And she's devastated. And then the Manolo Blahniks end up getting stolen. Who steals shoes? Come on. Who steals shoes? And then, so she sends her basically a celebration. Like, I'm celebrating me. Mm-hmm. I haven't had a wedding. I haven't had any baby showers, but I'm celebrating me. And I've registered for one thing. And it's these this pair of Manolo Blahniks. And I thought that was such a celebration of powerful, single females who have not had children. Mm-hmm. but have done amazing things and don't necessarily get celebrated for that because it's not built into our society to have celebrations for those things. Right. And it's it's the idea of celebrating you where you are and as you are right now. Mm-hmm. Um, there's actually a registry now called Fresh, Fresh Starts Registry. Oh. Um, I have followed these women just because they're fellow entrepreneurs. This is an amazing startup. But it's basically like creating a registry for the thing you're going through right now. So it could be a breakup and you're on your own and people want to help you, but they want to help you in a way that's actually helpful. Maybe not a gift card to a restaurant that you're like, oh, I could have really used that for groceries or I could really use a new blender. So it's called Fresh Starts Registry and you can use it for any occasion. But it's like, yeah, it's the idea of Carrie Bradshaw registering to celebrate not being married and not having a baby. And even though she went on to marry big and that whole thing, you know, in the movie, uh, It's just the idea of like, you don't have to meet these quote unquote milestones to be celebrated. And yeah, 43 as you know, it's not a milestone birthday. We've discussed how I'm still making up for my 40th, which was during the height of COVID. Um, But like, who cares? I wanted to celebrate with my friends. And Nick was like, can I get you a cake? I said, I already ordered one. Um, I know what cake I want and I ordered it. Do you know which one I ordered? How well do you know me? Okay. I ordered the lemon bunt cake from Nothing Bunt Cakes with (laughs) extra frosting. This is a chain and I love it and I love lemon things. Um, I should have included that in my celebration to myself that I'm a lemon loving kind of gal. (laughs) Um, But, you know, I'm just like, I'm tired of waiting for the milestones or I'm tired of not leaning into who I am. And this whole This summer, you know, I saw something yesterday, like Beyonce, Taylor Swift, and Barbie Mm. are like creating the billionaire summer for Mm. successful women. And Mm -hmm. they are showing women like, look, you can be who you are and embrace who you are and make money for it. There's nothing wrong with that. You Mm -hmm. can be loved. You can create community. Um, 
you know, one thing I loved about going to the Taylor Swift concert by myself was I never felt unsafe. Like that's something that as a woman mm. going somewhere alone, we've been conditioned to like always be looking over our shoulder. Mm-hmm. I, I was I was amidst 71,000 friends at Taylor mm-hmm. Swift. Mm-hmm. And I was around people that like were all celebrating the same thing. And I'm sure it was the same at the Beyonce concerts. And you know, all of these women dressing up to go see Barbie. I'm like, yes, we are just leaning into celebrating going to see a $15 movie and wearing our pinkest things. And just having fun. Having fun. Having freaking fun. Like my Birkenstocks, they are fun. And I feel like I'm I'm always tying it back to Taylor Swift. It's just it's gonna happen. And I'm sorry if that's annoying. To, no, I'm not sorry. I'm, it, no, it might no, be annoying to you, but I don't care. I've seen this quote of her saying like, "I shouldn't have to downplay my excitement over something, even if it's like cliche to you. I can be excited about something and show it." Because I think people were making fun of like how excited she gets when she wins awards, and they're like, "Is that for Ugh. real? Like, of course she knows she's gonna win." No. Her life is songwriting and making music, and to get accolades for it is exciting. And exactly. why, especially if you're up against somebody like Adele and Beyonce, and you right. win an award, like, geez. and why shouldn't a woman show her excitement? And so, I feel like for many years, I shoved that part of myself down a little bit. And to see this summer of like excited women wearing sparkly things and their pinkest whatever, and my bright yellow nails, like. We are just excited and we're not apologizing for it. Yes. And, um, you know, that's just something that I want to remember. I want to keep remembering. I want to teach my daughter. And I want all of our listeners to think about the last time you truly celebrated yourself or you dressed up and just did something silly because it's fun. Right. And let yourself just be unapologetically you. Without yes. apologizing for that's what that means. Unapologetic. <laughs> so, Be ap- yes. unapologetically you and don't apologize. Don't apologize. <laughs> I did not say sorry, but that I have to prevent myself from <laughs> say from apologizing for saying the same thing twice. It's just no. It's, this is such a good topic, and I'm excited to apply it tonight because we're actually going out for a celebratory dinner for my niece who is going away to college in two days to San Diego State University. So far. And I really want her to know tonight, like, how freaking proud I am of her because she worked so hard. She worked so hard. And they, 100,000 people applied and they accepted 6,000. Whoa. Yeah. So I really want to make sure that tonight it's not just like, okay, great. Like, I really want her to know how proud I am of how how hard she worked. And I want her to go into, you know, school with her head held high, that she has earned her place there and she's going to have an amazing time. Yeah. And making it about her accomplishments so far and not just about what's ahead, you know, like Mm -hmm. you've already, you've already done it. You're already incredible. Like, yes, there may be more amazing things, even more amazing things ahead for you. But look at what you've done now. Correct. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Well, let's take a break let's and we'll come it. back and talk about completely unrelated things about I'm, what's sparking joy and uh, future self. I love it here. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hey, listeners. Amanda here. One of the best ways to support this podcast is by leaving positive ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. If you're on an iPhone, find that purple podcast app 
search for Good Enough-ish, scroll down to the ratings and reviews sections to tap five stars and write your own review. You might even get a shout out on the show. Your support means so much and will help new listeners find us. Thanks so much. Now back to the show. We are back. (sighs) We're back. (laughs) I know, today was a doozy, man. I mean, I feel a little all over the place, but I'm not going to apologize for it. I'm going to celebrate how I'm going to celebrate how all over over the place place I am. am. Duncan is celebrating the fact that I am giving him a neck scratch right now. Oh, Duncan. Oh, Duncan. I should say, Um, I forgot to mention this at the beginning of the episode. We are still in two separate locations. We are figuring out. We we heard from a couple listeners that the sound quality of last week's episode was a little off, and we knew that, but we were just going with the good enough-ish solution. But we should be in good shape today. So just, yes. you know, thanks for bearing with us as we- Thanks for leave. bearing with us. Yeah, because summer's tricky, you know, like yeah. we don't nece- we don't have necessarily the child care. It's not as easy to be in the same place. So yeah, thanks yeah. everybody. Anywho, Amanda, what is sparking joy for you right now? You know, this might seem like a kind of an obvious thing, but I just want to talk about Google Maps for a minute because I have been leaning into Google Maps so much in the past, in this this summer. And mm-hmm. I find myself I'm I'm a Google Maps power user. Wow. Okay? Tell and I'm more. celebrating that. I use Google Maps for everything. So when we were in New York, when we were in DC, when we were in Virginia now, I use it for everything. I use it for restaurants near me mm-hmm. because it will tell me, you know, exactly how far it is away from me. What is the price range? What is the rating? Um, I the like hours. Even, the hours. Mm-hmm. I even like to look at like pictures of the restaurant because sometimes I might be looking for a certain vibe. And so I was using it all the time for restaurants. I also create lists. So I actually created like a New York list and I put on there, you know, my, Beatrice's hotel, where I was staying in my apartment, where we needed to be for the Statue of Liberty, like all of that kind of stuff. And I saved like all these 10 different locations in the New York list, A, so that it was just much easier for me to, um, you know, quickly get from one place to another. But B, if I want to go to New York again, and I, I can be like, oh, what was that restaurant that we went to, right? Yeah. And it's going to be there on that list. I didn't and know we, you could make lists. Within... You can make lists. Okay. So even when we were moving to Westchester, I made a Westchester list because I would be like, oh, there's the pharmacy that I like, or there's the whatever, and I would make a list. The other thing that is really helpful is public transportation. Mm-hmm. So I could say in New York, okay, start me at this hotel and end me at the Statue of Liberty. And it will say exactly, you know, walk six blocks to this thing, take this train, seven stops, this is where you get off. And it gives you step by step public transportation um, instructions, which is incredibly helpful. And the last thing that I really, really love about it, that I've talked about this before is this idea of searching along route. Mm, yeah, so we have talked about this, but I love this. And and I've been more inclined to use it because I'm reminded, like we've had that conversation. I'm like, oh, right. I can look for something yes. that I need along my route. 
Exactly. Like we wanted to go to Luray Caverns on um, Saturday night and we wanted to see Barbie before. So I just put in, take me to Luray Caverns and then search along movie theaters. And then it Mm -hmm. tells me this one's five minutes off of your track. This one's quick detour. And that's how I found the movie theater. So this is just an ode to Google Maps. I love it. Yeah, I didn't know that you could create lists and that's so smart. So I'm going to look into that a little bit more. Um, I mean, Google Maps, Nick uses Waze. I've never gotten in, into the Waze phase. Mm-hmm. Waze phase? Waze, Waze craze? Crave. Um, so. I, I prefer good old Google Maps. But um, as someone who has no sense of direction, no matter how hard I try, like GPS changed my life. And that may sound dramatic, but it truly uh, – yeah. And so the added bonus of being able to – help me get where I'm going and also be able to find something useful nearby or be able to, like like you said, create a list so that when I go back there in years and have no idea how to get there, I can find it. Google Maps also, I have a little hack for it that when I'm walking in a big city with little ones that may be prone to be complaining about the amount of walking that we're doing, mm-hmm. I set the Google Maps to the walking directions and I give my phone to those little ones and put them in charge of navigating. Genius. And I tell, okay, like how much longer? When do we need to turn right? And they completely forget that they are walking and that they are tired and that they should be complaining and they focus on the directions. And it's brilliant i love this when my brother lived in new york it was always like yeah it's right up here no 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 it's for new yorkers everything's right up there no, no that three quarters of a mile that we just walked <laughs> yeah that's not right up here so yes uh i could have used that when i was um 21 and doing my internship in new york and my brother was dragging me around place i stayed with my brother when i did my internship and he was like yeah it's right yeah. up here no it wasn't no it wasn't right up it there. works miracles i've never handed the google maps to a kid and then have them hand it back to me halfway through and said like i'm tired they're just like on a mission like how do we get to this place and i pretend Genius. like i have no idea where we're going So I'm like, where do we turn now? What's going on? And they feel in charge. They love it. This is genius for Paige because she does not love walking places. So I'm going to remember this. I'm going to do my future self a favor and remember it. Yes. What are you doing to do your future self a favor? So this has been on my list to talk about for so long and I haven't. But um, get yourself some glass storage for fruit. Amanda okay. and listeners. Okay. I don't know. How do you store fruit when you buy it? Do you just keep it in the plastic containers they come yeah, in? Yeah, and that's not working for me, Brooke. No, so it doesn't no, work. Tell me. Um, so I had seen this thing about uh, storing raspberries in mason jars because raspberries go bad very quickly. So quickly. And I don't know if it's just a mason jar. I ended up, I think for, for raspberries, I did continue to use the mason jars, but I was like, oh, why am I not using glass storage for all of my fruit? And I have these great glass storage containers that are Pyrex, um, glass, like square or rectangle Mm -hmm. shape, which I like Mm -hmm. over round because it's more Mm -hmm. useful in the fridge. And they have these like snap tight lids. I think Mm -hmm. the ones I have are no longer available, but it looks like there are some good Rubbermaid ones at Target that have the Rubbermaid lid that snaps on, but it's glass 
st- uh, container. I don't know if it's Pyrex or what. Anyway, that's beside the okay. point. Mm-hmm. But I started putting my strawberries in glass storage and they last so much longer. Mm. And I also, I line the bottom of the um, glass with a paper towel to absorb any extra moisture oh. and that gets in there. And my fruit lasts so much longer. And of so course, I, you're not washing them before you put them in there. That's I'm not key. because I've also right, tried, I've tried all the things. I've tried the washing in like a vinegar rinse, um, vinegar and water, and I I don't remember what the what the actual combo was. But like that gets your fruit really clean, but then it still has too much moisture. And then whatever container you put them in, I felt like they were still getting gross. So I wash them as I eat them, which takes a little bit more time. But, but I think that's what you got to do. I think that's what you got to do. I'm sure everybody has a different solution. This is the one that has been working for me. So our fruit lasts longer. Okay. Um, but yeah, a mason jar is great for raspberries. These larger, I get like a huge amount of strawberries when I buy them because I eat them with my breakfast and my lunch on salad and my oatmeal. And then the kids love strawberries. But I tend to stock up a lot at once, and I hate when I'm by, like, day four when they're gross. Right. So now this prolongs the life of my strawberries. Okay, good. I'm going to try this because I actually got some new glass containers at Marshall's, like, Home Goods. That's mm-hmm. a great place to find good yes. glass containers. And right. So I'm going to try that. I'm, I'm try annoyed that. that mine that I already have some of, but I want more – are no longer sold because I don't like when my things don't match. I know. And they're not as stackable when they're I different know. sizes. I know. I know you don't like it when things I match. Really I, don't I know. Like Maybe it's I okay. can find some of the old ones. I think they were like snap tight something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm making things up now. Anyway, well, this was just a delight as always, Amanda. As always. I can't wait to get you back in my living room. I know. Let's make it happen soon. I mean, the kids are going back to school in a couple weeks now. Yeah. How did that happen? How did that happen? I, I feel like, I know I said this last week too, like this was a really good summer. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited for them to start school just because it's going to be a good year it's um, the last year that my kids are in the same school until they're in high school. Mm. So it's going to be a little bittersweet, but I'm going to soak up those morning walks to school with everybody. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for the school year, but also yeah. ready to sit in your living room and record together again. I know. I know. Me too. All right. Well, we'll talk to all of you listeners soon. Bye. Okay. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Good Enough-ish. We will be back each week with new topics, stories, tips, and personal experiences, as well as some good old friendly banter and lots of laughter. Don't forget to find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish. Email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498 with questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes. Thanks for listening. Bye.